What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Maine and Hastings podcast. I'm Jamie Juicefer with Zach Menes, Miguel Aragon, and Cole Smith. What's up, y'all? What up? How's it going? Yo. What's going on, boys? Just chilling? Well, Everybody's you know, cool? getting back in the studio. want to update people about kind of the things we got going on. So we got three new shows, you know what I mean? Just uploaded Zach's episode of Dunk Guy Zach, your Glorious episode, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm, teaser mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. me and Miguel's on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. So kind yes. of update the people what's going on. I really enjoy everything that we got going on, guys. I think that we... Uh, we, we, we used our time productively over, over the pandemic hours. For sure. I think, yeah, we pumped out some content, got a lot of Zoom episodes out too, and now three new shows coming out. I feel like we killed it for By sure. By the way, we still have a mini doc. Yeah, we totally. Well, here let's let's do this in a, let's do this in a concise way. So, Jim, maybe Jamie yeah. can start off with Grail Aureus. Maybe you can tell you can talk about Grail Aureus. Then you guys can talk about disrespect. I'll talk about Dunk Isaac a little bit, and then we can have so. uh, and just just update update all our listeners on what we're doing. Okay, yeah, let's do that. So. First, I'll say that most of you probably know that uh, Cole and Miguel are be- behind-the-scenes guys here on the show, and um, but uh, we wanted to update everybody on what's going on with the channel um, on the YouTube channel. Obviously, not on you know Spotify and, and those things. That's strictly for the podcast. But as far as the YouTube channel goes, so if you're listening to us on um, Spotify or Apple Podcast or whatever medium you're using for podcasts. Uh, audio jump over to youtube and subscribe to the channel because we've got a lot of cool content happening let's go yeah and and, uh one of those things is um my new show it's called grail aureus and it's basically um, me reviewing uh grail type items and stuff that i go after like um sneakers watches it could be you know uh boats Houses, cars. That's the first time I've heard that one. Oh. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna get right into it. I, like, <laughs> I know a lot of people around, and then I'm gonna go and just, I'm just gonna check out dope shit. I've already lined up some pretty cool things for us to go and check out, and um, so there'll be a lot of grails, a lot of sneaker stuff, of course, because as you guys all know from listening to the show and watching the show on YouTube, we are sneakerheads around here, and. Um, so you're going to see a lot of grail sneakers, but you're also going to see all kinds of other shit. And, um, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is, but if it's cool, uh, I'm going to check it out. And I think when, they, when you say grails, you mean grails. Yeah, I mean dope shit. You know, yeah. like, no, you know, I'm not going to take you guys on a test drive of a to- on a, you know, Toyota Tundra. <laughs> I'm going to take you on a test drive of a new Maserati or something. You know, like, we're going to get into it. We're going to have some fun. I'm so um, yeah, just whatever. I mean, that's just an example. I don't know if that's exactly what's happening, but just um, Grail shit and all the good shit. So that's what's happening with Grail Aureus. I'm going to try to, um, with the help of our production guys here, I'm going to try to bring as many episodes as I can, and we're just going to keep pumping shit out. And uh, I guess that's pretty much it for Grail Aureus. Um, and uh, I, th- I think, am I missing anything? Is well, yeah, much I mean, the- I... I- I think uh, I think it's important that people know that it's like it's going to be. Uh, I think I mean you were telling me before you want it to be mostly on scene, right? Like you mm-hmm. want to be like going there. You want to be like uh, going to your Rolex dealer. I'm just speaking off the cuff right now, but like yeah. um, go to your Rolex dealer, go rent a car, like you said, or go fucking rent a boat, which sounds sick as fuck. Um, that's a great way to spend an afternoon, right? Uh, and and yeah, grails of all of all sorts. I think is is was your was the main thing. Like I mean, the the time that I've known you, you're into you you have a very dynamic range of taste. I do. Vehicles, sure. motorcycles. I know that you are into architecture as well. Art. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, obviously, I was going to yeah. get into the art and sneakers yeah. stuff. That was the easy shit to get. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But these are all the um, the things that you've told me in the past that you're into, which yeah. are, which is, yeah, you got a, a dynamic range of interests. So I think people will be interested to see what you, uh, what, what, what you land on. You yeah, know? I mean, very little of it is going to be stuff that other people don't like. I mean, it's all going to be good shit. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, but, um, yeah, so I guess that's pretty much it for my show, uh, Grail Aureus. So, um, moving on, uh, Zach, why don't you talk a little bit about Dunk Guy Zach? Yeah, Dunk Guy Zach is a, uh, I'm not sure um, how much into our listener, how much our listener base is into Dunk specifically, but uh, that's what I want to do with Dunk Guy Zach, is I want to teach uh, a lot of, 
I'll, I'll bring it back just a little bit. So dunks are the big are like the really big hype thing right now in sneaker culture. And I've always been kind of known as like the dunk guy amongst my group of friends and then this group of like guys and stuff and then uh, uh, beforehand and whatever. I've got roots in skateboarding and then I've always been a sneakerhead. So and, and I always kind of felt cheap having a lot of Jordans. So there's been times in my life where I've had 50 pairs of Jordans, 100 pairs of Jordans, sold them a bunch, sold a bunch, this and that. Miguel's seen collections before that I've had in the past. And it's uh, and and I always kind of felt half-assed because I was never a basketball player in that true way, but I was always a skateboarder, and like I, you know, I was always ingrained in that culture. So my way of being into sneakers and also being true to myself was always being into dunks and SBs and stuff. So that's where the kind of history of, of me comes into with you know, where I want to make this show out of and give you guys some history of, of where some of these new crazy hype dunks are coming from, how they relate to some releases that have come out in the past, uh, things that you can expect in the future. And, you know, I hope to keep it going even past the whole dunk craze and whatnot, but, um, or maybe we'll, we'll switch it to Art Guy Zach or something like that. Well, the <laughs> thing is, is, you know, it, I mean, it's, uh, you can move, you'll be able to, with Dunk Guy Zach, I mean, Yes, dunk expert, but you're also a guy who's into a lot of other things. Of course, yeah. So, you know, whatever we want to bring to that show. I mean, it's our fucking show. What do we want, right? Yes, <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> don't, don't, don't put me in a box. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'll do... Um, yeah, I, I do want to talk about art stuff. I do, um, you know, as, as things from COVID and whatnot open up, I do want to start going to galleries and art stuff and show you guys more. Because um, that's something I, I truly think that I can teach you about uh i know that a lot of our listeners uh are into art and a, a lot of us are are, are, are excuse me have just had a coffee right now a lot of caffeine kicking in i'm jittery um, and i know a lot of our listeners are artists themselves i'd love to be able to go and show you guys like on scene show some like paintings do some in-studio visits with people i've gone to like new york in the past and and as you guys know and and i'd like to go to other places and and go check out where, where artists are creating shit as well for it Dunk Isaac. Let's go. Dunk Isaac. And uh, after Dunk Isaac, we have uh, Disrespect. Why don't you guys talk a little bit about Disrespect and tell uh, tell everybody what uh, what to expect. For sure. So it kind of incorporates uh, three of our interests, uh, a little bit of thrifting and fashion, um, weed, and some food. Because I feel like there's not a lot of uh, spotlight on all the great food Vancouver has to offer on like YouTube the best. content. Oh, you know so I mean? much like, good food here, right? We have every single cuisine, too. You know what I mean? Tons of different, like with Korean, Japanese, we have fried chicken, we have anything you could think of, Filipino food, yeah, like I Ethiopian totally agree food, with anything. You, but nobody's putting a spotlight on there is like videos that like oh cheapest five dollar hot dog in vancouver from like daily hive like who cares like show me the good food that's actually here that people are eating like yeah i don't know like there's download right across from our work right and nobody even talks about it yeah, besides the block you know i, what I, mean? I just so wanted to say like, too about that's that's it's crazy how much people don't know about download throughout the city right and, and people who don't know about these like awesome places so that you good. discover so like miguel you're from calgary yeah. we are we spent some time in calgary together at least so like that city's far more known for their food i feel like than vancouver or Whoa. at least, or at least really? Really? No, 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 no. So oh, it's, in, in Calgary, it was like there were these spots that it was easier to figure out what was dope and what was like the great yeah, spots yeah. to eat at. And in Vancouver, yeah, just like Cole saying, they're, they seem to be like hidden. They're like, they're not really yeah. talked about. Like it's I said, a, in the yeah. two, three years that I've lived here, I have, I found a handful of staple places that I love. Well, the thing is when you come to Vancouver and you ask some, um, you ask somebody in the, "Quote unquote scene where they should go eat. They're going to tell you somewhere on Alberni Street, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, you know, one of those joints, Coast or Black and Blue or For some sure. joint like that. But you know what? The food ain't that great. The fucking people there are bougie and fucking. It's not a great experience mm -hmm. um, when there's you know, like you guys are saying, places like Download, all kinds of like yolks and fucking Chambar uh, oh, and all kinds of crazy, delicious places. Yeah. You know? Anything, anything on Main Street, so many good local places, well, I mean, Reef, anything like that well, too, right? What do you guys think about um, yolks delivery? It's not as good as it's going. It's not as good, right? It's not as good. But like I respect okay. them for it's doing it. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. 
It's not bad, but it's not something you want to pay twenty dollars for for a breakfast. That's then that's the threshold for it. It's definitely not bad, but like fuck, man. When we've discovered yolks, oh. two or three days a week, like oh, let's I know. Go. I like, told I you, you're like I'm every day with Gavin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to yolks. I'm going to yolks. I was surprised when I I found it on I think it was Uber Eats, and I was like. I hit everybody up in the group chat or whatever. I'm like, yolks delivers. Boom, everybody was <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I like, already had it ordered that morning, too. We were yeah. all waiting for it. I'm like, oh, we're all on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it might have taken 40 minutes. Yeah, and it was not that great. No. Like, uh, And when you go there, it's amazing. I've never actually dined there, and I've ordered it. I thought it was pretty well. Well, so, so yeah, no, you're going to love it when it You just wait till you go there, bro. So now, yeah, exactly. Insane. Okay, so now that, that's, that's what I mean. Like, nobody know. really that's knows gotta be an episode. 100%. Bring Miguel to the best breakfast place episode. in Vancouver. Yeah. You know? So what else does it? So we talked about, okay, food is the interest. What other interests? Yeah, so we're going to be starting off the episode with kind of going thrifty and kind of getting our neighborhood where we're going to go get the food, kind of show people around the area. Um, oh, so. a few different finds. And then also kind of smoke some weed, maybe eat edibles, depending on what we're feeling that day. Nice. And the right mindset to review the food, you know what I mean? Especially in Vancouver, we got to kind of incorporate that and then show you the best restaurant of the day that we're kind of feeling, you know what I mean? Or even trying somewhere new that we haven't tried before that has good reviews and recommendation from you or yeah. bringing guests on too as well. I mean, right. it's going to be a good Can time. Can we be guests on your show? 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Deadly. We'll show up. That's the best part. Oh, yeah, we, we should crash an episode. Yeah. Two ideas jump out at me. One I've already discussed is we should get Jamie high and take him to somewhere to eat. For sure. <laughs> 100%. So fun, man. I, I just, we need to a place that's snacky where you can eat like a whole like, topless that, yeah exactly for topless. sure for yeah. sure yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be fucking paranoid and pigging out at the same time <laughs> 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 no, we can, because it'll be good we'll make sure but yeah I think we're just excited to bring people on and kind of have like a show that'll be able to show Vancouver a different way and have all different personalities on yeah. and bring that different mm-hmm. aspect to it so it should be pretty fun I think in the upcoming months definitely watch that it that hits the nail on the head for what Maine and Hastings in general is about though right it's about, it's about showing what Vancouver is actually about because Vancouver is like I mean the way that Toronto or other Canadian cities or even American cities perceive it is not the way that, I mean, it's not the life that we're living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so that's disrespect, and that's, um, I mean, there's an episode of Grillorious already on the channel. There's an episode of uh, Dunk Isaac, and um, so disrespect will be coming on next. And, um, and uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to how much we're diversifying and then adding all this cool content. Yeah. To the and channel. Subscribe to this shit, yo. That's yeah, subscribe. Hit the button. Hit we the need bell. You to hit that fucking button for you us. Know, let's guys. get us going. Um, and it's like we're swearing and shit right now. Like we're not trying to monetize this YouTube or anything, but we need those subscriberships. We want to get a Patreon going and start making more exclusive content. I mean, we got we got time. We got we got the resources. We got Miguel here burning out his fingertips, fucking editing. You know, it's yeah. so fun though. Yeah, it's been oh, bro. It's been yeah. so fun. Yeah. So. A couple more things that we got going on. One, we've got a, a mini documentary that we're doing on the downtown east side. Um, and I know we've already touched on that a little bit on the show. And, we're, you know, we're going to keep touching on it here and there until we actually release it. But it's it's um, it's just going to be an in-depth look, uh, shining a light on the downtown east side. And it's not going to be pretty. And, you know, we've already done most of the filming. It's now coming down to editing and stuff. But it's... Um, it's raw, you know, it's and it, it's honest. Yeah. So, and it was in the time of like COVID, like the very like yeah, yeah. we filmed all the way from the time from like right when COVID right. hit and all the way through it. So it's yeah. kind of like a uh, it's kind of like a time lapse through through the COVID kind of thing. But I mean, yeah. COVID really wasn't a major discussion point of the mini doc though. No. It was more about how people were adapting. I mean, it was more about just East Hastings and the downtown that was side as it there. sits. Yeah. But COVID was just this kind of like background noise, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, loud background background. Yeah, for sure, but. Um, and then, um, so you obviously you guys watch out for that. And then another thing that we got coming up here pretty, pretty soon is, um, uh, merchandise. We're going to be doing, um, you know, full run of, you know, sweatshirts and t-shirts and, and hats and more man, man, man Hastings gear, different colors you know. and shit. Let us know in the comments of what you want to see and hit us up on Instagram of like the type of stuff that you'd like to see us make. I mean, we want to have fun with you guys and, I mean, support what, what you guys want to see, right? This is what that, that's what this is about. I actually got a, I haven't even told you guys this yet, and I I actually got a message on my personal Instagram from uh, a fan of the show, um, a guy in Winnipeg, who um, 
uh, I guess a friend of his does that uh, Peg City stuff with Martini. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and uh, and also um, I guess his father's uh, textile clothing company um, has done a bunch of stuff for Haven. Oh, and stuff. wow, cool. Yeah, and he was talking about that he would really love for them to be able to do some stuff for Maine and Hastings. Amazing. I mean, the quality of Haven stuff's A1, so it yeah. would be amazing. And I sure. guess it's like some, like, um, quilted jackets and vests oh, and that kind of stuff. Like, nice Damn. shit, apparently. Yeah, That's so awesome. we're going to be bougie Maine and Hastings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Maine and Hastings never been so bougie. So he's going um, okay. to send me off some pictures, some sample stuff, and sort of stuff we can look at and figure so, something out. So that'll be super, cool. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I and look forward to more snapbacks, too. We'll do more snapbacks. Yeah. Easy. And uh, I'm going to do sure. some Dunk Isaac hats, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think Dunk Isaac yeah, hats. Yeah, for sure. Oh, the logo is perfect. Yeah, you yeah, got so the you best logo. Like the new era. The hell. Yes, super sick. Yeah, yeah no, so, so we're going to do, I think I think just hats for now, though, with Dunk Isaac, I think. Yeah, that's cool. We'll, we'll make it more man and Hastings with more of the clothing. One but day yeah. you gotta do laces or something, you know? Have like a little dunk. Oh, I need to dunk guys like that laces or something. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Maybe I'll do a Grail Aureus t shirt. Okay, yeah, We'll try to try to keep keep stuff sort of different and unique to or each a other. Clock, bro. Let's get a clock. An man. actual clock. Yeah. That's not a terrible idea. That's like, <laughs> really good. We have yeah. disrespect plates. Disrespect plates. <laughs> oh, check it. So, and I was looking into it. Yo, I can get, I can get custom Dunk Isaac fucking Chinese takeout boxes too. Oh, really? Oh. Right, like the logo. How fucking crazy would that? You, like, you should get like a big one, right, and then open the dunks out of there every time. Oh, <laughs> what a great idea! Do what? To get a big takeout thing, Dunk Isaac, and take the dunks out of them that I'm reviewing. You're so racially inappropriate right now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> I think you're good. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're good. This is the takeout box. I'm just box, kidding, man. You know? The takeout <laughs> box, yeah. <laughs> I feel speaking like of, speaking of big boxes that shoes are coming in, what about those... Uh, the Ben and Jerry's that are dropping? What's everybody's? Oh, the Chunky Dunks. I am so excited about those shoes. I, I'm not just saying this because of the hype. Since the first moment I saw them, I was like, I fucking need those. Oh, yeah, dude. They're oh. so cool. And uh, they're, um, I just think they're fucking wild. I, I mean... They're in such. They're such in the vein of SB that, like, even yeah. the people who say like super that wild, and yeah, that. super wild, and have fun. It's artistic, and like the collabs are the collabs are meaningful, right? Where and that's always been the thing with SBs and Dunks is that like when they collaborate with someone, you can expect to see a different shoe, like a story behind it, and stuff, yeah, too, and like different box, like material. Yeah, there's sort a reason. Cool. Well, did you see what the special box they're going it's, for? It's the craziest. It's definitely like my favorite part of the shoe. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So I had a guy trying to sell me the uh, special box, which by itself for like some $600 or something like that. He's wanted to keep the yeah. shoes. Like, I'm going to flip the box. Yeah, I don't know. Or, or something in the States or I don't know how some of the raffles are working. I think some of the stores are just giving away special boxes or something, you know, and just crazy. Oh, I don't know how they're doing it. Or maybe the staff are keeping the shoes and they're giving away. Yeah, hard to say. But, um, uh, sure. so yeah, you offered that, that and I asked why, like, I, I'd be like, well, I mean, I was thinking about paying maybe a hundred dollars to get it just to like have it on display. Kind of thing, it'd be cool. But at, I mean, it would be right. But at the end of the day, it's worth money because there's no. Apparently, this is the, this is the hustle. There's no um, product code on the special boxes that matches to the shoes. So oh. you can buy a regular pair of shoes, get a hold of the special box, put those shoes in the special box, and they're now three thousand dollars more expensive. So that's going to be a problem with fakes. That people make fake boxes almost. So I didn't think of that. So, but that might be an issue. Yes, you're absolutely right. Well, there's been a lot of people making things Honestly, uh, for the Chunky Dunks, which is really cool. For sure. The, uh, I think I think those Chunky Dunkies that came out at the beginning, dog, are the uh, the non-box ones. I think those are fake. Really? I think those are fake now, yeah. Wow. I haven't seen a pair in person or anything like that, but I think they're fake. I think that whole shit's fake. Well, have you seen, like, the the cars and shit that the, they've oh, been doing and so stuff? Like so a Porsche and... So cool. They're That's doing so all that right. shit, man. Yeah, it's a... Nah, really, Nike does a good advertising. I don't think that people really real, realized in the beginning how big this rollout was going to be. 
and then and now it is so big mm. that I don't think the shoe is going to drop much when it releases, mm. and then I think it's going to keep going up. I think it's. You I think, think it's going to be a strange love. I think it's going to be bigger than strange love. I, I think, think it's going to be a uh, Tiffany or a. I have a hard time thinking it's going to be bigger than strange love. <sighs> I just. I get, that we're, and I, I get that we're in the hype right now. I get that the climate's very high for the Ben and Jerry's because people have high sad on them and whatever right now. But I feel like now that I've held the Strange Loves, and you can say the same thing now, because for a long time I yes, never saw them. They're person, amazing. And I was always like, eh, 700 bucks in this, and I want to kick myself for not buying 10 pairs sure. of that now, obviously. But <laughs> now that I've held them, and I've seen what maintains value amongst the SB world, like uh, uh, amongst like the years and years, over the years of like sure. what, what becomes hype or whatever, I think the Strange Loves are a page in history. That's fair. There's the only so reason why I think the Ben and Jerry's have can rival it is like it reminds me of like the Sean release where it's like they have all this stuff like a car made and people are getting hyped about it and there's like a special box for it. And it's yeah. Just, yeah, there's just so much. It almost feels much. like a full I, I mean, yeah, but I feel like they didn't uh, have a car made. Like, yeah, like, I just feel like but. the skate shop, like Strange Love, didn't really like nobody really knows what Strange Love is compared to like Ben and Jerry's, like such a staple name. Where I it's guess kind of, that's like, a very glow up. Where it's like same thing with Sean, where it's oh, I want his shoe because it's Sean. Like a lot of people who are in just Ben and Jerry's, I feel like will want it too for like, yeah. their collecting sake too. Well, right? imagine if if Sean Witherspoon actually was a little more famous. And yeah, he got so famous from the Nike. From the shoe, imagine if yeah. he was already famous. He's way more famous. famous, famous. Oh, yeah. more famous oh, for, for sure. sure. I mean, yeah. He should have paid Nike. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like uh, at the end of the day, it's like a lot of celebrities who went to, especially because they opened the store in LA about six months prior to them doing the shoot. Yeah. Like a lot of people, like Lil Yachty and Lil ASAP. Yeah, and there was, they all really right. like pushed his shoe, and I mean. He and only, it was a, and it was a collaboration. Too, you have those, right, Jamie? Yeah, I got them. And it was a collaboration. Yeah, exactly. He didn't do it alone. No, no. He had a bunch of these Huge YouTubers, team. fucking yeah. uh, YouTube sneakerheads. That was a contest win, right? Well, yeah, it was a contest win. But yeah. he had all these guys sitting in with him. Yeah. And they did a brainstorm. Yeah, those were all and, huge people, and, too. Yeah, and that's what oh, he came up with at the end. Yeah, so. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's very cool, for sure. But he was, but I mean, he was, Sean Witherspoon was just as you know, sneaker store guy. Oh, Air Max. Air Max was a fucking... Yeah, that's crazy that that's where he came from. Air yeah. Max is another one of those silhouettes, though, that is, like, very creative and, like, very... There's always... A, every time that there's a crazy shoe that comes out with the Air Max silhouette, I'm always never surprised to hear that there's a story behind it or there's some For sort sure. of cool, like, board yeah. behind it or whatever, or whatever. The picnic pack and just... every Everything that I've seen, like, I remember the Liberty London packs that dropped in, like, the early 2000s. They're all women's, and I still, to this day, think that they're the most beautiful Air Maxes to ever come out. Um, they're another one of those shoes that I think are, like, so, so cool and so, like, non-traditional. Uh, yeah. Well, what I just found out yesterday was... I don't know if you guys heard, but Air Max was talking about doing a re-release of the Bacon... The Dave's Meats mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. it got canceled. Um, oh, I found out good. yesterday it got good. canceled. I think that's good. That's too. the one that's all like brown and red and brown white, and pink and, and white, like yeah. bone yeah. kinda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very cool shoe, but I mean, Dave's Meats. I don't think is open anymore. You know, I don't even think that skate shop is there anymore in, in New York. Yeah. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. So I, I'm, fuck, I, I'm, I'm, I don't really think it wrong. is. So I kind of think that would be lame to sort of. I mean, they better be getting money if they did. Yeah, because he's the guy, the, the guy who owned the shop, designed the shoe. Mm -hmm. You know that ninety, that Air Max ninety. So I think that it would be lame to uh, put it out there again um, without him. You know, mm -hmm. for sure. I it's cool know. that Nike does. Is that I mean, is that a worthwhile conversation to have in the sense that like Adidas generally doesn't? Does Adidas put a lot of people on? Not really. Not like Nike. Nike puts a lot more people on. Yeah. I'd for say for I know sure Cole's definitely like, going to pipe in in this conversation. Well, in terms of like mainstream popularity, for sure. But I mean, like Adidas puts on like a lot of like low key designers and a lot of Japanese designers. It's a lot of designers, like for that. sure. The clothing who will do yeah. clothing. Like Kylie Jenner joined the team two years ago, and she put on like a lot of lower key people, like Olivia O'Blanc, and a few yeah. people who made like rework track suits and United Arrows was collabs with them. Neighborhood. Adidas, like, yeah, I was just going to say like neighborhood. That. So it's like. This is like a different world. I'd say they both. What were those ones on we just got? Markets. What was that? Uh, those Adidas shelves. Oh, the, uh, the, the human, human made. made. Human made. And yeah. I mean, Nigo's come out and said his favorite shoe in the world is a Campus 80. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. Like, and that's what he styled the Beastie Boys in back in the day as well. So I mean, it just shows it's kind of a full forward thing, mm -hmm. right? But and Adidas will always get cred. You pointed this out to me before, Cole. Uh, Adidas will always get cred in my book because they were the first 
major clothing brand to ever sponsor a non-athlete, Run DMC. Was when they did Run DMC? Yeah. 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 It was funny because Run DMC brought them to the show and was like... Yeah, they flew them out. And they yeah, and they said, watch this, hold up your sneakers, and everybody held like, up all the shelves. Yeah, you tell me I ain't selling shoes for yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, okay, this is real. You guys are in. But yeah, so with Nike, I think... Um, I mean, not to take away stuff that Adidas has done, but Nike has, I mean, they put on Nigel Houston and P-Rod. They put on skateboarding. Right? Sure. In a, in I, I think Nike way. pays tribute to their own history, too, and the, and the people that helped Nike totally. get to where they were. Well. Yeah. They, they go sure. back to their own nostalgia. They, they do a lot of that nostalgia stuff, yeah. and I think it's really cool. Like, for example, they did, uh, they um, they just did a advertising campaign um, rep your school. Did you guys see that? Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah, dunk sure. high. Yeah, yeah. Rep your school or whatever. Or was and it like the eighties. That that's an eighty five ad, actually. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so the cool thing about it though was, even in the uh, in the old ad, for some reason the Michigan shoe was turned. The, they had the wrong shoe. They had the left shoe instead of the right shoe. No, weird. and so in the new ad, they turned the Michigan yeah. shoe. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? So they paid homage to you know the old advertisement. Yeah, you can tell the mistake. The creative, whoever's on the creative board of Nike for releases and marketing and stuff, they're just generally cool people, right? Yeah, very cool. I mean, I I like, I like the stuff that they're doing. I I enjoy the, um, like Miguel said, about how they pay homage to their own stuff and, and their own vintage stuff and... I think that's really cool. Adidas does too. I mean, Adidas has silhouettes. But they play on that. They make campaigns based on that. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. Whereas Adidas just keeps these silhouettes and they're just like, that's just what we make, man. That's what we do. Like the superstar has been around since what, 70? For sure. I don't want to live in a world without a superstar. But then like Adidas' archive is like way bigger (laughs) than Nike's is though. They're what? Like Adidas' archive is way bigger than Nike's ever will be for sure. They've been around longer. They've made... In terms of number of shoes? Tons more running shoes and stuff. They just haven't released a lot of those things. So they they can pull back from capsules for a long time and be like, oh, I released a shoe one time in 87. Now I'm releasing it again in like 2020, which like they'll do quite a bit. This is a Terry Fox shoe like last week or something. Yeah, I saw that. And so that sold out. I think it's going for like four or five hundred on StockX. We'll see a Canadian Heroes shoe actually yeah. out there for people to buy again, right? Well, Terry, cool. Terry's, cool. Terry's brother couldn't get one. But I just feel like uh, <laughs> Nike just markets better. What do you mean? I don't get that. Terry Fox's brother went onto the website at 7 a.m. because that's when they were dropping <laughs> to buy a pair. And he, he, that's not real. And he caught an L. Yeah, he was on the news. He was like, I, yeah. How did they not be like, the I'm Fox sure they're going to get all sure he got one. But he okay, said that good. he couldn't cop, though. He was he, trying. He, to oh, yeah, he tried to cop. Not fair. You got to like anyone else, man. <laughs> but I'm sure they'll, pro- they'll probably be like, oh, shit. Terry's brother, right? Yeah, totally. Even a dude in VSC posted a photo of like his dad and Terry like running together in like middle school. I mean, they were like really close friends. He's like looking for a pair to like get his dad or whatever oh that's like, cool as check fuck. out and stuff yeah so that's crazy like the history of just people well, knowing him too and things well that's the thing about it too it's one of those things sort of like with the kobe's sort of where you kind of feel weird about people profiting but then For i sure. mean there's a lot of people who have passed away who you know, Stan Smith and everything, Kurt know, Cobain, all of his old merch, like yeah, thousands like, for t-shirts. Yeah. Like. No, I think it's fine. I think it's fine when after a while. some time has passed and things become collector's items yes. and, then, like, and, and yes. families have had opportunities to like, just not the day after. and do shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you know when Kobe I mean? passed like, away and all of a sudden later, later, went mental. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's whack. But, like, exactly. But like once you've had, once the wake is kind of settled and everything's cool. It's understandable. Then, absolutely. Know? It's for understandable, sure. man. And then it becomes a part of that person's legacy and it's almost a respect to that person's legacy, the fact that it's valuable, that it's it's held value. So I think I look at that kind of in a positive fashion. But again, when somebody dies and then your first instinct is to go and make a profit from it, I I think it's more of a reflection of that person than it is the act of making money of it. For Uh, sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's like uh, people making money on the N95 masks and stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. It's all just corny, right? Yeah, it's corny. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm not into that either. Um so, sneakers. We were talking sneakers. Yeah, dunks. We just finished dunks. on, and then you guys want to talk about grails? You're you're going after right now. Talk since about some grails. Talking about things okay. related to our, our own show. Fuck, you should talk about all the things that I got in the fucking mail on the way here. Like COVID <laughs> has has. The well, problem. I've got a dunk in the, in the mail right now. Actually, I got two dunks in the mail right now. What are they? I've, <laughs> Syracuse. 
which okay. you already have. So he's like, whatever, I already have those. So the the I got the Syracuse coming. I'm wearing the Kentuckys right now. Mm-hmm. I got the Syracuse right. coming. And um, I also got the shrimps coming. Oh, the shrimps, yes. I keep forgetting about the shrimps. So what, were they being held up at customs or something? I don't know what the deal is. Weeks. But uh, I, so I kind of wondered, I just saw them on StockX. I'm like, what is with these shoes? They're, they're, they're an SB Dunk. They're black leather. They're nice. And they got like a red swoosh. And they got a, a fucking a cooked like shrimp on the on the heel. It was like a half moon kind of. Yeah, thing. like um, so they're really neat looking. And I was like, what the fuck is the deal with these? So I started looking them up. And they were a, um, what it's called when it's a drop just to the skate shops? Uh, quick Strike. Quick, quick Strike. It was quick a Quick Strike, strike from like 2012. Mm-hmm. And that's all, that's it really. And it comes with like some sort of light pink laces too. So Did you get your price on it? Or was there yeah, many, they weren't very much. It was like 400 bucks or something. But then after I bought my pair, there's no more 11s. That was a lot. So, See, so that's the thing. There's something to it. You so know? hold on. So there's, there's, two thing, there's two things that we can talk about. Those uh, are fire. Dope, <laughs> right? That's like one of those one of those shoes that people are really afraid to pull the trigger on with dunks right now because the the hype is like there's such a large window and no one knows where some of these are going to land. No one wants to be the first guy to pay five G's for a pair of shoes. No one wants to be the first guy to sell them for twenty five when they're worth five, right? Like, so it's, everyone's just kind of like, you know, it's just like really weird. Especially with mid range, yeah. Exactly. But shoes like that, man, like like uh, the shrimps, um, the barfs, that, like. Uh, there's lots of other examples. You got there. the barfs now, right? Yeah, I do have them now. I love them. Yeah. Uh, I want to bring them in and review them. But uh, those shoes like that, you got to remember, SBs were skated, and they were oh, they sure. were a heavily skated shoe, especially in the early 2000s. So there's, it's not so much every Jordan that's come out since the early 2000s has been something that's been considered a sneaker, a collector's item, for sure. Right. For so sure. there's this surplus. There's this stock of them that are dead stock that are out there. The supply is higher than you would generally see of an SB Dunk that for came sure. from that era that were skated. Like they're is no telling how few of these are left. So ones like the shrimps, ones like the barfs, ones like, I mean, the tips not so much because they've I've, I've seen them around a lot, but there's, there it are seems def- like there's a lot more of those than yeah, like, like there's the some fakes maybe. Or, I don't feel like the mindset was there. Well, no, no, but, point too, like the little was, bit of collecting at that point because it was a diamond. Dog, for sure, but there was diamond. But diamond right? was really popular. At That's what time, I'm saying. So right? I feel like there was a little bit of like a, a click, like oh maybe I should keep these on ice, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I see, I see, I see. Yeah. But for any of those things that were early 2000s to like 2008, like silver box, black box era shit, like I I truly think that there's a handful of these left. That's why there's yeah. so many in Japan compared to North America. Too those because like people would no one skated back then and it's harder to skate over there too it's like you know you're not really allowed to do it in the streets like cops will stop you whatever yeah. right well so it's just like, simply don't do it exactly and there's much. a lot more like collecting over there too so that's why I feel like a lot of dunks come from Japan and like overseas now where like in North really? America skated a lot of them you know what I mean apparently. Yeah. How much? How much are they? Hundred sixty. Hundred and sixty. Give me that. Cop, 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 cop. For me, let me see. It's my cop, size. Cop, cop. It's ripped up. It's used. Oh, they're used, okay. Bro, buy them, buy them. You should buy them. You should buy them. I'm not releasing this episode. Barf. Until you I should buy them. <laughs> I'm not releasing this episode. Is that grailed? But for real, go, go. yeah. But for anybody out there that listens to us that collects, if there's any advice that I could give you in that in the dunk world, is definitely don't buy up everything that you see right now. That's like cause, yeah, because we don't know where they're gonna land. No, but there, but again, there, there's definitely good investments that you can make. That, for like, sure. There's a, and there's a lot of shoes that are sitting around a thousand to two thousand dollars that I think have really high ceilings on that people are afraid to spend money on now. Yeah. Well, if Travis Scott or Kanye West wear them, buy them. Mm-hmm. Drake wears them, buy them. Is Just, that the fat uh, if Kylie Jenner's wearing a pair of shoes from 2005 or whatever, try and find those and buy them. Yeah, I mean, because it's kind of crazy. Like, look at the what the dunks. Yeah, how much they've gone crazy. The uh, Paris. Well, dude, there was a couple weeks there where like where Travis Scott wore homers. Oh yeah. Or no, it wasn't. It wasn't the Homer one, but like there, he wore five pairs of shoes that I owned in like a week or something, and it was like, whoa, my sneaker collection literally like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I made like eight thousand dollars this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like, you know what I mean? And so. I, I mean, people now nowadays because it's the Dunk Isaac thing. People are always like, "How'd you know?" And whatever, and it's like it's actuality. This is just a window where I can kind of shine a little bit. But that's like everything he's but, wearing too. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's, it's like the it's, T-shirt it's just he wears goes to off be the, the pants he's wearing. It's like it's yeah. crazy. It really is crazy though to to, say, to think about that. Like I can legitimately say a year ago you could buy purple pigeons for five hundred bucks dead stock. For sure, and you buy like now they're dunks like twenty dollars on Yahoo JP like two years ago and used ones like thirty USD. It's crazy. Yeah, it's It's crazy. I mean, and that's the thing that's cool about dunks too. I mean, is 
their retail price is, you know, in Canadian is about 120 bucks. 150 with tax yeah, in Vancouver. Yeah, right? yeah something yeah. like that. In the U.S., Cheap. they're about 100 bucks plus tax or whatever, U.S. Yeah, all of my shoes say 100 bucks for U.S., all, the, all those U.S. Yeah, tickets. so. Yeah, reasonable, too, very reasonable. Yeah, so it's kind of cool that, the, you know, I mean, you take the shoe, it's sort of like the Cortez Nike and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, something that's or reasonably. blazers. Yeah, something that's reasonably priced, and then all of a sudden now it's blown up. But Dunks has always been um super cool as far as being unique and you know doing really mm-hmm. different fun sort of shit like the grateful dead pack that's coming up yeah you know well i mean that's that's reminiscent of like like the bars i'm wearing today it's like you know with uh, with jordan ones for example you can tell that they're like all right we got a factory of these fucking black swooshes we can throw these on this and this on that and this sure. on that and you can tell there's the same fabrics the same this the same that like whatever right <laughs> with this para dunk release that they did like this is a whole new silhouette of a swoosh. It's a whole new th- embroidery pattern, a whole new like setting in their machines. I'm sure that's expensive. Yeah, for sure. For you know sure. what I'm saying? To like to do things from scratch every time and be willing to be that creative. So like, um, I, yeah, I think that's that's worth at least noting. But the funny thing is, man, is fucking two years ago, I remember saying it to you guys, being like, yeah, I like kind of getting into dunks because it's my thing. I don't really have to deal with the hype pieces. Yeah, stuff. totally. You know I, mean? I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now it's like you <laughs> fuck shit. Bought them all. Damn. It used to be. I remember like hitting up my plug for like when the plums dropped. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, "Oh, sick! Can I get the plum?" He's like, "Yeah, sure, bro. You want two pairs?" I'm like, "No, I only have one." Like it was like that. You're like, yeah. damn, yeah. you bought everything. I know. Well, I you used to ask me constantly, "You want a pair of these?" I'm like, "Nah." Yeah, yeah. And, it was this, and I was like, yeah, I'm I'm two a, I should have bought two or three or four. Yeah. Fuck it, but it was just that easy at the time. For yeah. sure. Like there was not the, whatever Jordan won. There was a lineup for, and there were seven. All the dunks were left. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. So I mean, not the case now. Fuck it is. Dunk mania out there right now. What else? What else is popping in the in the community right now? What's the big? What's the big? You you know, Cole uh, Jordan ones because of the last dance. Everything's oh the last right. dance. You can get a can't get a pair of like nineteen eighty five neutral grays for like under like six grand. You're still now. Oh, your Jordans <laughs> must have fucking gone up. Yeah, I mean, I've got quite a few Jordans. I sold a lot of my Jordan collection. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I, I wasn't wearing them, so I was kind of like fuck it mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but I still got you know a few pairs of ones and stuff and. Um, you know, a couple OGs and shit. So those have gone up, and they're nice to have. I mean, the last dance, what a great doc, right? Yeah, yeah I was just gonna ask. So is everybody good. caught yeah, up on yeah. that completely. Watch the whole thing. So good. No, that was so cool. I and fucking like, love the whole thing. Like, yeah. like Michael Jordan. Okay, here's a guy who all you gotta do to fucking get that guy to play. You know, if you're if I'm Michael Jordan's coach, all I'm gonna go up to him is go, "Hey, Charles Barkley said that you were whack last night in the yeah. game." You know what I mean? Or you, you, know, you might not yeah. even have to say that. Yeah, you got a little jump shot. I mean, even with the one guy, he made it up in his head. Yeah. Um, the boat saying, yeah. nice game or whatever. Yeah, he and, needed or to, nice he shot rookie, or something. The rookie guy. Yeah, the rookie yeah. guy. And so he made it up in his head, told himself enough times. And when he got out there the next night, he was like, okay, motherfucker. And just <laughs> yeah. smashed him. Yeah. And the guy didn't even do anything. You know, and he just crushed him. But, uh, I mean, Jordan was a just a competitive, competitive guy. And, like... And, uh, Sorry about that. Um, no, that's okay. And uh, such a competitive guy, but um, I, I, I feel like he's unapologetic about it. But at yeah. the same time, he does have some remorse. I respect. I mean, I think I don't. Maybe, I don't think he should have remorse. It's the way you played the game. Kobe played it the same way. hundred percent. So I got I got two thoughts there on that. I think what I really got near the end of the fucking of the Jordan doc was that he was. I think he doesn't regret anything. No. But I think in his old age. I think that he doesn't have a lot of people around him because of the way he was. And I think he's probably, because like I definitely was like real people. Yeah. Like his homies, right. Because he was hard on everybody and stuff. And I get that. And I I really empathize with that because I think I'm really hard on my friends when I'm with people. I want to see the best out of people. And then, and then sometimes that can be interpreted. Like you don't have their best interests at heart. And when, even when you do, you just want to see them go through that phase. Like as a dad, I struggle with that all the time. And I think that's, that's where his sadness came in. I think that's what it takes. No. But I think I agree. With but you. that's what that's it takes. What it I mean, sure. takes. But who's built like that? You know, like who's built with that kind of drive and that kind of Jordan fucking, is. You know, you know what I mean. You could, <laughs> like if you want to be a goat, you got to be a fucking unapologetic gotta, yeah. motherfucker. It's like that movie Whiplash, bro. It's just right. like break up with your girlfriend, drop out of school, hate everybody, and be the best. You want to be the best? That's how you do it. Yeah. And, like, and I get goosebumps thinking about it. It's yeah. like straight. If I had a talent like that, yeah. if I had a talent where I could, I literally could be the best at something. Yeah. I can 
unequivocally say I would quit everything that I. Yeah, but would you though? That's the thing. Not everybody's DNA. But that's the thing. Is like that where they are willing to make that sacrifice. So right? check this. That's what I, the uh, realization I made within the Steve Kerr episode mm-hmm. was that I, you never think about people's parents and shit, right? Steve Kerr was this guy who like stepped to the plate. Right, he was just like, I'm a little guy, I'm a nobody. In this. I'm gonna fucking come out and overachieve and be Michael and Jordan's voice. Like and he did it. And he fucking did it. Yeah. And, and his and the way his poise and the way that he carries himself in his interviews is so respectful. By the way, still ca- catching rings. Still, still catching rings. Still yeah, rings. still catching rings. Yeah. Right. He's the, he's a god. But then his dad. His when he talked about his dad. Pay for a Right. Yeah. When you find out all this whole crazy history about his dad and stuff, and then I went, I went like, oh, it's weird that his dad wasn't athletic. But then I, you think about it in a different way it's like but obviously he was great at something yeah. obviously he stepped to the plate at something and then you, you know have the I mean? craziness where his dad was murdered jordan's dad was murdered yeah and they yeah, never yeah, discussed yeah, yeah. it and that's the craziest yeah it's i mean that whole that whole episode was very like what the yeah. fuck it made me love steve kerr so much I I mean, me too me too so call me let's talk about it yeah. <laughs> i got a question though because I, I never bothered to google it but did steve kerr end up going to golden state or becoming a coach there uh, or something he's the coach he just caught like three Three rings with them in the last like. Also, oh, he, he coaches Golden State. Curry. Yeah, but uh, he he um yes. Okay, because I was wondering why he's wearing a Golden State shirt the whole yeah, time. He's, uh, but I, you know, not a Golden State yeah. guy and go Raptors. Steph so, Curry though, he was coaching Steph Curry against the Raptors in that last yeah. uh, that last. Um, what I didn't know that, that was Curry. Three rings together already. But wow. So check this though. So I don't want to be. I don't want to disrupt any Kobe fans out there. But like, I think that it is. <laughs> In the wake of I've told James. you this before, I, I love you, James. I'm sorry, but bro. In the wake of Kobe's, in the wake of Kobe's untimely death, and I've got an enormous amount of respect for Kobe Bryant. Yes. In the untimely wake of his death, and Gina, I feel so terrible for everything that happened with them. And the whole world is talking about how he could be the greatest, and how he got everything from Jordan, and everyone's throwing fucking. Garbage, like, you know, paper balls and garbage cans and yelling Kobe all across the world. The yeah. conversation has never been more legitimate than yeah. right now. And Jordan goes, oh, yeah, Netflix. Yep. Ten episodes of greatness <laughs> to shut that conversation the fuck down. The man can't be considered. He gets three weeks to be great. Yeah. And then it's fucking Jordan's just like episode one. Right? And it's just like, it's insanity. And it's like, and then after watching the documentary, I have no doubt in my mind that that went through Michael Jordan's it's head. A, right? And it's like, now's the red button time to do this. Right? It was like, fucking, I swear to God. Savage. Yeah. I mean, he is he that savage. He's that savage. He called the and I'll bet you, and I'll bet you he looked up at Kobe like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, but there's, but I'll bet you Kobe looked down like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like they, they, yeah, it's there. Like even even in the end of it, like I almost love that that happened. No, but, but you know? they they always talked about how <laughs> Kobe always had like Jordan's number, and Jordan mm-hmm. always mentored him to be who he eventually mm-hmm. became and everything. So there was Michael Jordan was such a big like basketball is a big part of my life, and that would have never happened if it wasn't for Michael Jordan. So Never. I've seen. Did it they say that the NBA might have shut down if it wasn't for Michael Jordan? I've, yeah, for sure. And like, just what basketball, the sport has taught me, like you know, like you know, playing in a team, leadership, blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. blah everything you learn, even like socially and everything. If Michael Jordan wasn't Michael Jordan, I don't know what sport I would have like what applied be, myself yeah. to growing up and what traits I would have picked up with those. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's just that like kind of like locked in with me so like seeing someone like kobe bryant growing up it was just like he was just a carbon copy he's very great i he, he got my respect that by the end of his career aren't there but clips of like both of them on the court and there's like, like almost like word for word shit like it's, it's, it's yeah. like every little oh, yeah. movement yeah. there's yeah. cool compilations on youtube yeah. about yeah. that i think bro. kobe admits that openly too when he was alive that yeah, he was 100%. you know everything that's great about me came from michael yeah, he, yeah he openly said that yeah and like michael uh, look when i i think when when jordan won his first championship i would have been 20 years old and i was watching Ninety, um, yeah. Let's not. So no, 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 no. Nine, ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two thousand and nine. Um, uh, <laughs> For the Wizards. <laughs> yeah. So I um, James the joke. But that was all the stuff that I was into, um, like back then. Um, as far as basketball goes, was just because of Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. and then um, later on some Kobe stuff here and there. But then when the Raptors started to go well. You know, do well. I was into it then, but I've never been a, much of a basketball guy aside from those things. But Michael Jordan and being a sneakerhead was a huge part right. of it, and the biggest part of it, really. And yeah. 
Like, uh, yeah, you're the only one of us here who actually was present for the birth of like Jordan's. Yeah, Jordan. I mean, I saw it all. Like, I, I mean, I remember when he was being uh, drafted. You know, when he came from UNC and stuff, and. and I remember uh, when he was a rookie. I remember it all. I remember the sneaker thing, you know. I remember all of that shit. And um, my most memorable, I'll say my most memorable sneaker that I had when I was a kid um, was, um, I I think I said this on the podcast before on a show or one of our shows, but it was the Jordan 4. And um, it was uh, white with blue. And I remember fucking... Every day I would get home and clean them. Just fucking make them immaculate every single day. Those Jordan 4s, I swear they lasted me fucking two years. Who's got them? Charlie got them now? And, uh, no, they're, they're long dead, but those shoes. And But back then, I think I've said this on the show before too, but they weren't called Jordan 4s. They were just the latest Jordan that had come out. Right. They didn't have numbers back Jordans. then. Yeah. They Where were just they Jordans and they were just the latest. I think it wasn't until fucking probably like 10 yeah, because I think, I think it was like, like a while. Things. They just kept releasing Jordans, and yeah. I think they probably had the idea as they were releasing, be like, let's end at 23. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> I don't going. think they had that much foresight. It was like right? 32. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But they came out. They never would have They no, never would have guessed sure. what would have happened with Jordan when no. they started no. writing this contract, right? So. Absolutely. and I, But I remember there was no, like, uh, I mean, actually, I can remember even when Concords were out, they weren't, there wasn't, like, the Jordan 11. No, it was just the newest Jordan. Those were one of the, well when the Concords came out. Those were one of the first big bursts. I remember. Yeah, that was, sure. I was around for that one. That was one that I remember. Like I had homies. I I was growing up in a rougher area in Toronto at that time, and I had homies that were their older brothers were like were were were, were blood were either affiliated or somehow whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. thirteen or fourteen at the time. Like I don't I don't want to speak as if I like know specifically, but I remember there being like a lot of uh, violent rumors going down yeah. about like where are these. Well, that was like around like what two thousand six, two thousand seven, somewhere around there. Yeah. When the 11s came out. I can't. I, no, I no, no. Really sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, uh, 97. I was. Yeah. Gonna, I meant uh, yes. like 97. So that's. I'm. I'm talking about when the black and red ones dropped. The breads. The first. All oh, the breads. Elections. Yeah, I think those were a little later, but they uh, like maybe a one. The Space Jams. That's what they were. It was when Space Jam dropped. It was when the Concord dropped. That's right? 90s then. Yeah, it would be 99. 99. Yeah, that was 90s. Yeah. Like, uh, no, it'd be 97 96? Right after baseball, it 96. Right after game, so it has to be 96, 97. 96. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, James. Um, but uh, one thing I remember too about seeing Jordan is Jordan wore bread colorways more than anything else, oh, of course. Chicago, fuck. yeah, but nobody, you know, even with Chicago, there's the white base with red and black, yeah, on all of his sneakers, but he generally wore breads. The black and red versions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't. I, I just remember him usually wearing a bread rather than wearing the the white ver- the OG version or whatever. It's so right? crazy in the dock watching him put on elevens, oh. watching, watching him play basketball oh. in shoes that people were really like, "Don't crease them." You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like it's just it's awesome, bro. It's like it's watching so people skate sick. dunks. You know, yeah. it's just like whoa. He, I love uh, the documentary so much. Man. He owns. I'm gonna all watch that it. Footage. I need to watch it uh, all the way through again. Yeah, I, I definitely plan to watch that yeah. documentary all the way. through. Did you know that he owns all that footage? Yeah, yeah. It was him that was the one that yeah. uh, was apparently that he. They've been sitting on that documentary for six, seven years now. Yeah, and it was him that was like, I think people are gonna think I'm an asshole. Yeah. And that's why they didn't want to release it. And it was so that's that's, that's, that's what lends to my theory of the Kobe dying. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And uh, like you know the the only thing that the la- the only thing that I wanted to touch on about when you were talking about the coaching and how they were moving and then Phil Jackson and stuff. Phil Jackson's a really impressive guy. Very impressive guy. Um, and I I I didn't know he was such a Buddha. Yeah, and he was like Native American culture and stuff, and he's like doing all this shit to bring people together. And then and then to watch like it's it's totally true like. Michael Jordan would have never been great if Dennis Rodman wasn't getting him the ball. And Dennis Rodman would not be, like, it's just, they, they were really yeah, a team, a, yeah. man. They were and both it's, for him. To, so to watch some of those plays, 
And to have a, I have a really elementary understanding of basketball, but just to see the plays and they set up and they do their thing, and then all of a sudden Rodman just seems to have this like sixth sense of where that ball's going to be. He fucking gets it, and yeah. before Rodman gets it, Scottie Pippen and Jordan have so much faith in Rodman that they're already halfway down the court, yeah. and it's just literally like Rodman, boom, 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 but dunk century, fucking picture poster yeah. forever, like insanity. Like, is- but they had three rings before Rodman got there. To fair, insane, yeah, yeah, but like, didn't they? Didn't they have the uh, 93, 94, 95 uh, so, championships yeah. before Two, him? Or was it three? Yeah. No, it, was it the full three? They didn't I think it was all three. Second three? Yeah, sure. I think, so, I think Rodman was there for the second round, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. Uh, that's the one thing that the huh? documentary, I think. The fourth ring. Fourth ring? Oh, so, yeah, okay, so he was, so you're yeah, right. So yeah, you're right. So they had so three right. rings without him, so I don't know. Well, what they did was they kind of built a team around Jordan to kind of, like, Absolutely. ease him. Like, he's still, like, the top dog, but they, mm-hmm. they made his life easier, like, game for game, so, like, he can make it the whole stretch of the season but I just, all the way to the final. Yeah, I get, and that, but what I'm trying to say, I guess, is everybody fell into their role so well. Like, Jordan was obviously Jordan. He's the yeah. guy. And everybody's got to compliment Jordan. And even yeah. Rodman's sitting there going, like, okay, I'm on a team with Michael Jordan. This is how shit. I can make him better, yeah. right? And, like, and I'm going to get good at that. And then and Paxton said the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the other guy, Steve Kerr, said the exact same thing. They're, like, all looking, like, how can I find my place to, like, to make him a better player, right? And yeah. it's just, everything just came together. It's and crazy. Uh, wasn't, uh, where was Rodman before that? Detroit? Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. yeah, so now he, he, was was part of, he was on the other side of the rival yeah, yeah. in yeah. the first yeah. three rings. Yeah. yeah, so that was pretty crazy, too. That's what I loved about that episode when they're like, do you think that we could bring him on and do this? And like, it, Phil, and they're like, Phil Jackson, do you think you could handle his personality? Well, and he's how, like, oh, yeah. And Jordan's like, I've seen what he can do on the court. Fuck it. Yeah, and then Isaiah Thomas, the hate. Yeah. The hate. Yeah. Weird. Oh, yeah. Isaiah, it's so funny how much that beef is it's just it's real. still there. Yeah. It's still there for sure. Totally still it's there. It's so real. How about Phil Jackson? He won, like, he won three more with Kobe? Four no, more no. with Kobe? So that man's got nine rings? Oh, oh and, and, and at Los Angeles? He, he has five with Kobe. Five with Kobe. Five with Kobe. So, so he has fucking 11 rings? Yeah. Yo, Phil Jackson's basketball, dude. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. That's bananas. Phil Jackson's basketball. Right after the last dance, he moved over to yeah. LA. And got well, how about fucking Michael Jordan and his two glorious years playing for the Wizards? Yeah, they completely. <laughs> you pointed that they completely. They they disregarded. Why not? It's like it didn't exist, yeah. man. And he, he played pretty well there. Like dude, but he wasn't Michael Jordan there, but he still had. But he still had. But he still had fifty point games over there. Of course, yeah. Oh, which is fucking bananas. But this is. But hold on. This is how it went in Washington. He okay, he was the owner. Or GM. No, yeah, he was, he was the director the of uh, then, basketball operations. And then he was staring down, and he was like, you guys can't do this right. I'm going to do it. So he swoops in, right? Now now he's the coach, okay? So he's going to coach the team now because he's better than everyone. Then he looks at all the players that are playing for him. He goes, you guys can't do shit of what I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to play. He comes back to play in there. And then just to get so mad, he's hitting 50-point games when they're only hitting 70 in total. Like, yeah. it's like, and it was, yeah. just, it was just absurdity to see. And now that that... I'm not trying to take anything away from the guy, but like now that I've seen that documentary, I have such a fucking good lens to look at what he's actually like through, to yeah. look at all those moves that were made exactly. in the 90s. Well, my understanding, 2000s. too, is the reason why, um, well, one of the reasons why he, you won't see him talk about the Wizards or have Wizard colorway Jordans and all that stuff is because when he retired from playing there, he was supposed to go back to being director of basketball operations, and the owner said, no, you're done. <laughs> and so he was like, really? Fuck you then, and just wiped them from existence as far as the Michael Jordan legacy. So, and you don't want that to happen. I mean, no, Michael Jordan. I thought he had second thoughts about calling them the Wizards, and we it was always like one of those like weird like I remember when the Raptors came out and Grizzlies and stuff. Oh, uh, that was so and fucking like these, stupid. Was, Jurassic Park was big. It was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, totally. It was like really brand heavy, right? Like it's also brand heavy. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Jurassic Park was a huge deal at the time, and then the, so they called the fucking Toronto Raptors. Oh, dude, I'm from Toronto, man. At the time, I grew up in Vince Carter era basketball. Like I had every homie in the world be like, you got your fucking purple Barney team, fucking dinosaur oh, shit, for whatever. Sure. And then oh, Vancouver, dude. we get this teal and fucking burgundy and white Fine. fucking at the time you guys hated it but it oh, we hate it. now we look back and we're like yeah but right oh, I need that but, but, like, yeah, dude, but at the time the 90s, we hated it in the 90s sure, it was, sure. it was but this is like uh, yeah, the mighty ducks 
for yes. hockey, right? They're making yes. movies, right? The Florida <laughs> Panthers and stuff. Yeah, like all these sure. different. There were all these. This this was the trend of logos at that time, and that whole like, team thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was all like Then you know what? There, for some reason, people upstairs and in, in in the uh, manage, management offices and positions. For some reason, just can't name a team. I mean, look at this Vegas franchise of the hockey, the Golden Knights. No. Like, come on, man. You could have called it the fucking Gamblers. What's going on? The Gamblers. You know, like, it would have been cool. Kenny Rogers could be up there. Yeah. Like, like, you know, know, every game, yeah. You know the whole thing is just ridiculous. For real, though. Yeah. Uh, who knows? The Golden Knights. Like, what does that have to do with Las Vegas? Tell yeah. me, please. But but you know what? That, that made me miss sports in a way that, like, because I haven't been in, really into sports in the past five years. And even the, yeah, I'm a fair weather fan, even when things are hype. But, like, watching that bullshit, <laughs> that bullshit, excuse me, that, um, that whole documentary made me really miss, like, Gretzky-era hockey. Great. Jordan era basketball, yes. like it felt like Mike Tyson nineties, like in the nineties. The nineties just was sick. Well, Mike Tyson, yeah. like imagine Mike Tyson, Michael Jordan, but the, the Michael Jackson. The big part yeah, the of it though, likes. but a big part of it though is personality because we have LeBron James. But LeBron James just is dull. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. But see, the 90s, it was the attitude era, bro. It was the attitude era. Like, imagine if LeBron was a cunt. Yeah. It'd be fucking amazing because he's already blown away Jordan's numbers, Kobe's numbers. Like, he's the fucking man. Mm -hmm. But you'll never remember him that way. Because he's not Michael. Because he's just... Yes. LeBron. He's What's a nice that? guy. I'd like to give you another million dollars. Hey, Conor McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> but Conor McGregor's not good enough. as a, like. I mean, well, that's the thing. Enough, Conor McGregor needs to win more. He needs to win. like. But he's in that mindset now. He's yeah. in that mindset. I cannot yes. wait if for Conor more McGregor Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor never lost. Everyone's. I've never, I've never wanted more Conor McGregor than I do right yeah. now. For he's sure. got all the personality. He just needs to win more. Yeah, no, but quit taking chances with fights that are that are right. outside your weight class. And no more and boxing shit. bullshit. Like fight, man. Yeah. Fight, your but fight. You know what? That was a smart move. You I made get you get a couple rich. hundred million dollars. And <laughs> yeah, 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 you start a tequila <laughs> company and your great 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 Yeah, you know. I get you, but like, but it's just these athletes. What I don't like is that I liked in the nineties. It was like you know. Holyfield versus Tyson or whatever or this like it'd be it, yeah. it felt pure to the sport but it was yeah. also like really crazy and violent like who's biting ears regularly. these days nobody's biting ears yeah no one's doing crazy <laughs> shit right but well, you, I, Tyson's gonna fight Holyfield I though wait well it's like what even Michael Jordan for me when like the last dance and all didn't that, you just I hear what like, I said Mike Tyson's gonna fight Holyfield wait that's really that's, that's happening really, really that's happening, happening? not oh. interested it'll be fun come on hmm. It'll be fun. Yo, Tyson, you see fucking Tyson fun. training? It looks like he can still punch. He's buckling heavy yeah. bags in half. He's a monster person. It's scary. But it's it's just, anyway, what were you saying about the last dance? Go ahead. You forgot, didn't you? I forgot. Wait. Oh, oh yeah. No, I was just saying how, uh, <laughs> how in the last dance, basically, it, 98, 97, I was like eight years old. Right. So like Michael Jordan was just a big super icon, right? So he was squeaky clean, just super. Be like clean. Mike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Only swear. now when I'm watching all this documentary, like seeing how competitive he is, seeing how like you know he's he's talking shit. He's like you know what I mean. I never yeah. heard him swear before. He was no. never marketed as that. They never showed any of that. I love that. I love that he's like playing like he's gambling with the security of yeah. the, the building and stuff. And he's yeah. like, I want your dollar in my pocket. It doesn't matter. It's I amazing. Want, I want to dominate everyone. You know? Yeah, it just didn't have he it, didn't it, have feelings, man. It makes more sense because you you've seen so many great people at what they do over the years yeah. and, and everyone's like what separated Michael Jordan and his honesty well, mindset well people have thrown it said it was like he doesn't have a heart and I think it's the exact opposite I think he had more heart than people were used to for the game well that's just it no he, he was heart than people, no, people, people he had more heart for the game than he had for, for anybody side. else yeah. no but but the, the, I think he had an understanding for the fact that the game doesn't exist without those people and without those crowd and without those fans of course and, and that there's something bigger than exactly and, the, and he obviously yeah. had that understanding right yeah, like he right. had the ability to turn his ego off and then his fucking his personal assistant guy said it at the end and i think this is the, the best thing you can take from michael jordan is that he never worried about the shot he hadn't taken yet and that goes against a, a lot of why guys don't get great nowadays because they worry about their great shot and missing it and all this yeah. and the, and the thing that made michael jordan michael jordan was that he could be present 
He yeah. could be in the zone and yep. be there and thinking about what he's That's doing and not worrying about what happens next or this yeah. and that. And that is what made him different from everybody else. He was yeah. able to be present and be there. And it's like when he goes out and parties and comes back, like yeah. I have this problem with me where I can't stop thinking about the next thing I have to do. So if I'm enjoying myself at a party and I have to wake up at 10 a.m., that's all I'm thinking about the whole time that I'm partying, right? Yeah. Jordan seemed to be this dude that could party all night long, be present in that party, be the best smoking partier, cigars, smoking cigars, doing the thing, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then I'm going to practice at 6 a.m. Yeah. And then I'm going to go practice at 6 a.m. and be there for it and be yeah. that guy for it. And then I'm going to go to the game. And it's just like he was doing whatever he was doing to the – and left no gas on the tank, like he said. Yeah. Hmm. Insane. On, on that note, gentlemen – uh, it has been a pleasure having uh, the production guys on the show to just enjoy this with us and uh, talk some shit about the stuff we got coming up. Mm-hmm. With uh, Cole and Miguel, we have uh, Disrespect. With Zach, we have Dunk Guy Zach. And myself, we have Grail Orius. And together, we all have uh, the Maine and Hastings podcast. And uh, James is still behind the camera over there. Uh, but maybe, uh, maybe we'll get James on a show, too. Um, so anyway, um, on behalf of us all, uh, with Cole Smith, with Miguel Aragon, with Zach Menes, I'm Jamie Jusifer. Subscribe, like, hit the bell, thumbs up, do all the things. This is the Main Hastings Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Good.